Welcome to Child Free Chats, a show where we chat about all things child free. The good, the bad, and the thank God I don't have kids. This show is dedicated to those who have chosen a child free life, and some topics may be sensitive for those who are on the fence or who are childless, not by choice. This show is not suitable for children. Hey everyone, welcome back to Child Free Chats. I'm your host, Tiara, and thanks for coming back to the chat. Big thanks to all of my friends in Australia. I see you guys, my new friends in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, and of course, obviously my friends in the Gold Coast where I live. You guys are great. Um, I really appreciate everyone who comes back and listens to the episodes. Really means a lot to me. Thanks for your feedback. And you guys are awesome. Today, we are talking about how to date when you're child free. And for my married friends and those of you who have been in a relationship for a very long time and you're on the same page as your partner, this particular episode probably won't be for you. Sorry, this one's for all my single ladies, all my single people. But if you have a friend who is single and curious about how they're supposed to navigate, this one could be a good one for you to listen to for some tips, or you can send them to this directly yourself. But for everyone else, y'all, dating in today's today is seriously already hard enough. With all the sketchy dating apps, new social etiquettes, and the fact that ghosting is just the normal thing to do now, trying to find a partner is like a full-time job. And I know you're thinking, oh, Tiara, you're married. What do you even know about dating? Okay, so first of all, drop the attitude. Secondly, I was pretty solidly single from about 21 until my early 30s. I had a few stints here and there, but the max would have been about eight months. And that was, that was like long and he was awful. So, okay, I know about the dating world. I know that it's not easy to tell your same story 675 times. It sucks to spend every first date analyzing absolutely everything. And it gets to be disheartening, putting on makeup and getting dressed while expecting that this one is probably going to be just another bust anyway. I get it. You can only keep your hopes up for so long before you just get tired. So obviously the very last thing you need in life is something to make the dating pool thin out even more. But here we are. Child-free trying to find the other child-free fish in the sea. Dating and dwindling. So I've got a couple ideas for you that maybe you haven't thought of, or maybe you have, but you haven't executed them. And this right here... This is your sign to do it. First, you've got to look outside your bubble. Have you been trying dating apps and all the guys are unremarkable? Even though I personally know a bunch of dating website and app success stories, including Tinder, if you can believe it, it can be a very challenging option. The amount of work and sifting you have to do to find absolutely nothing 
can only turn out to be more discouraging than anything. If you're looking for fun, go for it. It's a blast. But if you're really looking for a child-free potential partner, it's probably a good time to put the phone down. Pick up a new hobby. Take a class at your local community college. Sign up for a new gym or a yoga studio or whatever. Volunteer for something you feel passionate about. Join meetup groups for fun. Or even maybe give that one person a try who you previously wrote off as just a friend. The problem with dating in general, not even just for child-free people, is that when we're single, we keep looking in the same ocean at the same fish. Yes, there are plenty of them, but they're all the same ones. Go to a different ocean, pond, or river, and see what's out there. I can say as living proof that sometimes you need to look where you may not expect it. I met Nathan at a temp job I had while I was painfully trolling through Sydney's dating pool. So it can happen anywhere. All right, so after you expand your bubble, next you have to look outside of your type. Child-free people aren't all a certain type, right? But you certainly have one, even if you don't think you do. Instead of shutting down that guy who's too nice, or the one with a less-than-desirable job, or maybe one who has already been married once before, like my husband, try looking for guys who want to remain child-free as a type. Look at other things second. Of course, physical attraction and chemistry have to be there, but six-foot-freaking-five doesn't have to be. And remember that sometimes attraction and chemistry are actually built After all, arranged marriages are still a thing, and they can definitely work. Speaking of arranged, try letting your friends set you up. Yeah, sure, your friends might be all coupled up, but they might work with someone who is single. They could have old college friends they speak to on occasion who might be up your alley. Someone out there knows these people who are single and child-free. And you might know someone who knows that someone. According to many surveys, polls, books, blogs, etc., the most common way that couples are introduced is through friends. So, think about that. Finally, look outside of what tradition tells you to do. It's 2021, but for some reason, many of us still have old-school beliefs on how relationships form or even what they should look like. One of the most important things to keep in mind when you're navigating your own relationships and your life for that matter is that everything ain't for everybody. Stop expecting your ideal perfect match to sweep you off your feet like some rom-com. Maybe it'll happen, but also maybe it won't. Don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. If that means making the first move, traveling away from the town you've lived in all your life, or even just being open to changing the definition of what a relationship is for you. Okay, so now you have some real-life options to tackle the wild world of dating, but you're not ready to give up on the World Wide Web just yet. I get it. If you want to keep your hopes high and options open for the online dating world just in case... My tip would be to make sure that you put that you're child-free in your description somewhere. You might still get a few time wasters, but it'll help narrow it a bit for those guys who just can't wait to be the world's best dad. 
On the other hand, it could also be a warm welcome for any potential partners who are looking for the same thing, but are just afraid to say it. Or you could skip the whole labeling thing altogether and join a child-free dating site like cfdating.com. CF like child-free dating.com. I did a little snooping and I'll just say that I wish a site like this was around when I was single. They get straight down to business so you don't have to worry about those child-free people who turn out to only be child-free every other week and on some weekends. <laughs> mm. The idea behind all of this is that if you're having a hard time finding a decent partner in your usual ways, explore other ideas, including ones that you once thought weren't the right way to do things. Just, just think about it. Okay, so let's jump ahead a bit and say you're now going on these dates, right? Or maybe getting the dates isn't even the problem for you. The problem is navigating when or how to gauge a person's stance on children, specifically if you've met by chance and not with child-free as the basis. When do you bring it up? Many, many years ago, before Nathan and I actually started dating, like, we knew each other, but we weren't dating. We just worked together. Anyway, not the point. This story isn't about him. This story is I was at the races with some friends when I ran into a guy who I had gone on a few dates with. I'm not sure how I even saw or recognized him because there were like thousands of people at this place, but I spotted him at the bar with a group of people, including what appeared to be a girl he knew intimately. He and I had only gone out a handful of times a year or so before this, and I'm sure I thought he was cool at the time, but he suddenly stopped wanting to hang out. He would still message me and we'd text back and forth, but never made any plans to meet up again. I found it super odd, and when I realized that he was definitely not asking me out again, I think I blocked him or something equally as dramatic. But I didn't give him another thought until I saw him at this bar with this girl. So, long story short, for whatever reason, he decided to come over to me and my friends to say hi. I'm not sure how the conversation unfolded this way, but I managed to ask him why he never tried to see me again. He told me that during one of our dates, I like, okay, I must have been drunk because I actually don't remember this, but he said that I told him that I didn't want kids. And even though he didn't know if we would ever get to that point, he wanted it to be an option because he does want kids. Like, whoa. And this told me two huge things. One, I obviously definitely don't want kids because you always tell the truth when you're drunk, right? <laughs> like, it would be great if I remembered saying it, but at least Tiara, who has had a few too many drinks, knows herself and is confident enough to talk about it without denying it or leading someone on. So tell that to every person who thinks I'll change my mind. <laughs> and two, that it's really important to bring this up early on. Who knows how much time me and this guy would have wasted getting to know each other and only to find out that not wanting kids was truly a deal breaker for him. We've all heard it before, that being child-free would be a deal breaker, and I am here to tell you that it's true, and it can sting a bit, but it's all the more reason to be true to yourself. It's actually really interesting because I now wonder how many guys I've said this to that I don't remember. 
those guys who never called again, and I probably called them jerks. Oops. Not sorry. At least somewhere deep down, this was important enough for me to bring up early. The issue here is that as we get older, and as more and more of us start to feel comfortable with our choice to remain child-free, the baby chat is something that needs to happen sooner than it would have if this were like, you know, I don't know, 2001, when the child-free movement wasn't quite underway or as widely talked about, and it needs to be taken seriously. It seems like something that may feel awkward though, right? Like date number two and you're already jumping into the discussion of children when you like barely know their last name. (laughs) Who am I kidding? You definitely know their last name because you have definitely stalked them online. And if you haven't, I don't even know how you date. (laughs) But you get what I'm saying. It feels presumptive, but it's not. If you were a vegan, you'd probably mention that straight up. If you are allergic to nuts, that comes up pretty quickly. So why can't you, a child-free individual, speak about something that is core to you and could affect the other person? Even though it might feel like we're screaming about our child freedom every chance we get, it's so important to be on the same page as your partner as early on as possible. Honestly, if it really is a non-compromised situation for you, Telling someone before you even go out on your first date would be advisable. Make it as casual as possible. Simply ask what their plans are when it comes to children, or what their idea of a family looks like in their future. It doesn't have to be confronting, and the conversation doesn't have to feel like you're force-feeding your beliefs. Once you know where they stand, you can then make a decision on how to move forward, whether they want kids, don't want kids, or are on the fence. I mean, I can't tell you what to do, but my advice as a friend um, is to do cliche things like live your truth, do what's best for you, follow your heart. You know what I mean. Be happily child-free without apology, without compromise, and without shortchanging yourself. Basically, the point is talk about it as early as you can. Don't wait. Don't assume someone is on the same page as you. And Don't be afraid to bring it up because you're scared of hearing the answer that you don't want. And if you're already a few months in, or maybe even years into a relationship, and this hasn't been talked about, or you know that you're not on the same page, right now would be an excellent time to consider what this could mean for you. Too often, we get into relationships and we think that compromise will solve all the problems. That's what relationships are, right? But a baby isn't a compromise. Raising a child isn't a slight difference in opinion. And children do not solve other issues. If you know that you don't want children and you are solidly in this club, it would be unfair to yourself and to your partner not to be upfront about that. It would also be unfair to waste everyone's time and it adds unnecessary pain and heartache when it inevitably ends for this reason. What you have to remember is that life is too short to date someone who has completely opposite life goals or beliefs than you. Be sure to have this conversation openly and honestly, and if you need to, have it more than once. Before we got married, Nathan and I discussed children a ton of times, and we were both so conflicted with our feelings of obligation battling with the feeling of not really wanting kids. It was 
really helpful for us to talk about it. Obviously, ultimately, we decided that we just wanted to be on the same page and kids really aren't for us, but having open communication about it was what we both needed. Can it work with one person wanting children and the other not? (sighs) Yeah, maybe. I'm absolutely sure there are a few couples in the world who don't agree on the topic of children. There, There has to be. Is one of them missing out on something that may also be very important to them? Yes, 100%. And just to be clear, I'm not talking about childless couples or want-but-can't-have types of situations. No, I'm talking full-fledged, healthy, willing, and able. The problem is that this type of compromise could lead to resentment, and no one wants that in their life or in their relationship. If you're still out there trying to make sense of the dating world, it's hard but not impossible. Remember the reasons why you chose this life and look for that in a partner. Sometimes the person who holds the same values as you isn't the first person you think of. And maybe that's just another benefit of being child-free. Survival of the fittest, mating for genetics, and all of that, it doesn't apply to us. Mating for happiness exploration and discovering ourselves seems like a lot more exciting of a life. So ignore your instincts and date differently. Just to be like very clear, I am by no means a dating advice expert, so I won't pretend to be. Um, But I do see all of you out there who do want a partner and have struggled or continue to struggle finding someone who shares this fundamental aspect of your life. So we're out there. Don't give up. And, you know, like I've said before, I always like new friends. So if you have questions or want more ideas for where to look for dates, send me a message. We'll see what we can come up with. Again, any of my friends from like my early mid-20s will tell you that I'm probably not the person to go to for dating advice, but here I am. (laughs) I found one, so you can too. I can help you. I might charge you, but it's all right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking shit now. Anyway, those are my thoughts. The idea here, think outside of the box and think outside of your bubble. Think outside of your norm. You know, too often we get stuck in our ways and we keep thinking that something will change when like, honestly, a definition of insanity, right? Is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. Do something different, you know? Um, Okay. So I had this girlfriend a few years ago, sorry. And she was having so much trouble dating and she just couldn't seem to find a guy who just was on her level. And she was going on all these terrible dates and just really having a hard time of it. And I kind of casually mentioned, I said, why don't you just start dating women? And I don't know, because we always make that joke, don't we? As whatever sex you are, gender you are, when you have trouble in the dating world, your answer is always, I'm just going to start dating my same sex. Like, it's a lifelong joke. We all make it. We've all made it at some point. We've all thought it at some point. But I think at this time, I didn't say it to her as a joke. I kind of just said it as a You're really struggling with dudes and try chicks. And she did. 
<laughs> she's think her her response when I said it was kind of like, yeah, I've thought about that before. And and she honestly she did. She put herself out there and she went on Bumble or something like that and um and started exploring and and talking to women in in more of a I guess the word I like to use in an exploration sense. And she's thriving. Honestly, she's doing so well. Um, she's dated a few women here and there. And to be honest with you, she's never looked more alive. Like when I see her photos or when, I mean, I don't talk to her very much anymore, but when I see her, I think, you know, it all it took was stepping away from what you thought was right, and what society tells you to do, or what you grew up believing, or what you've trained yourself to believe. And I'm not saying that every person should just go out and start dating their same sex. If that's your thing, then that's your thing. But if it's not, then I mean, it's obviously not your answer. But what I'm saying is, like, open yourself, be open to, um, you know, maybe something that that doesn't appeal to you in the moment, but ha- is something that in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, I could, I could consider that. I could consider a polyamorous relationship, or I can consider, um, you know, dating someone older than me or younger than me, or someone who has been married before, or whatever things you said at some point in your life, nope, absolutely not, I'm not doing it you might consider it. You might find someone who really is your person. And that's cool. Anyway, that's not to say that I'm some sort of like psychic or like, you know, matchmaker or anything, but you know, it was nice to be able to talk to someone and to say like, what else can you do? If this isn't working, what else can you do to make it work for you? So that's your challenge. That's what I'm telling you to do. Do whatever works for you. But if that's not working, find something else. Also, if any of those tips worked for you, I want credit and I want to be invited to your wedding. <laughs> and that's me. That's what I've got. That's what we've got. That's all That's all the chat we have today. And, you know, eh, like I said at the very beginning, dating is freaking hard. And if it's something that you really want to make sure that you have in your life. I fully support it. And I think that you should find the relationship that works for you. So I'm wishing you all the best. And I don't know if my suggestions <laughs> make sense, but that's what I tried, you know, so hopefully something in there stuck out to you and you are willing to give it a go. That's an Australian phrase, by the way, give it a go. It makes no sense, but that's what they say. So now I say it too. Anyway, yeah, that's it guys, ladies, guys, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you have any particular thoughts or if you want to help out your fellow child-free person, leave me a comment on the Instagram page or on the Facebook page and tell us where you found your partner or tell us what dating tips, tricks, what you do as a child-free dater, what works for you, what didn't work for you. I'm also interested in hearing that. Don't want to post it on the page? Send it to me in a message. I'll tell the world. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to tell the world, but you get what I mean. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. I hope you come back for the next one. I'm really looking forward to chatting to you again. (laughs) 
Okay, bye.